This episode brought to you by Gaper's Block. Gaper's Block is your place for Chicago news, events, and commentary. Slow down and check out the city at gapersblock.com. Seriously, if you're in Chicago, slow down. (laughs) But seriously, check them out. Tonight on Bullstone. In a landmark decision, the Supreme Court legalized rainbow picture filters for Facebook. How long do you have to keep it that way? We'll tell you. Twinkle, twinkle, little scar. How astrology and injuries go hand in hand later. President Trump? Donald Trump is I, running actually, for- Actually, Donald Trump is running for president. What? Son of a bitch! Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as glow. We'll tell you about bioluminescent sheep. All the rage in Ireland. Next up. All that and more in another hard-hitting episode of Bullstone. Sorry, a little problem with the spark plug there. Did you wiggle it? Did you wiggle it? flooded the engine. Did you wiggle? flooded the engine. flooded the engine. should have wiggled it. <laughs> Hello! Hi. I'm Dave Stecco. I'm David Flora. Welcome to Not Blurry Photos, but the other thing, the Bullstone thing. The thing that might be a bit more regular. Yeah. 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 We uh we we really enjoyed the news thing, and from the feedback we got, you enjoyed the news thing. So guess what? More news things. More news things. Mm-hmm. June June was a fun month. June was for, a great month for crazy news and uh, uh, futurism. Yes, and and, uh, and weird out there stuff. I I I actually had a hard time picking like what yeah. what I was bringing to this this delightful cornucopia of cryptographic craniology cram crawfish <laughs> Cindy Crawford yeah it, it was it was there was there was so much out there we we love looking at this stuff because number one a lot of it that that we focus on or tend to to focus on is is really like cool stuff that's going on that humanity is doing yeah not all the or crap denying yeah 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 is this now since we do officially now is some small slice of our empire we do a news show does that make us the press can i get a press pass can i jimmy olsen my way into places i shouldn't be allowed to be um does that automatically make us journalists i i don't no I one don't who's ever so. listened to this would ever think we're journalists no but but and I would and, never and claim just that. relaying the news. I want press passes. I don't know how to get those. I don't know press credentials. We're, we're both just talking out of our asses at this point. We're here to to re- relay some cool stories yeah. to you. <laughs> how is it? How is it that the the one time we're like, oh no no, we we got this other thing. We're gonna go right back to talking out our asses. It's because it's our bailiwick. It's our wheelhouse. It's what we're good at. But for you, for for the month of June, we've picked out some really cool stories that yeah. have happened. You you might you may have gotten a little whiff of this here or there or maybe never at all maybe not which is uh, what I'm excited to to share the stuff you may not have heard of who wants to st- who wants to start how about you start kick it off Laura you want me to go first I've got uh, an article from the old sciencedaily.com well it says science in the title so nothing can go wrong get this Dave you get it there's been uh, a major improvement. In the capturing and, and retention of energy from sunlight for solar cells. That's huge. That is the biggest. Uh? It really is. No, I'm, I'm serious. It's it's crazy. Apparently, uh, chemists at uh, UCLA have figured out how to harness the, the energy. Uh, by, by harness, I mean store. It's store energy that normal solar cells uh, take in. And do you know, off the top of your head, how long... Uh, a, a a normal solar cell right now that's on the market that's being used. How long that can store electricity that it converts from sunlight? How long it can store it? Yeah, 
zero seconds? Pretty much. Pretty much. It's like milliseconds. Yeah. It's yeah. Cause I mean, there was just that huge thing. Um, uh, Elon Musk, uh, uh, announced last month, I think in May had the big event where, um, installing huge, uh, I mean, not huge, but like, you know, bigger than a backpack size, uh, batteries on the wall of your house right. that would store that, that energy so that you could use it throughout the day. Right. Now this doesn't have anything to do with that, but it's obviously the, the way energy is, is stored is growing like crazy, you right. know, in, that's, in not that's, just, that's always been the big problem with, with solar energy is that it's, it's only available for under the best circumstances, half the day. You know, what do you do with the other half? You know, you're even people with with enough solar panels during the day to meet their needs have to go on grid for overnight or in bad weather. And so this is that finally, uh, I guess we're kind of bridging that gap to where yeah. what we collect during the day, we can still use at night. Right. Exactly. I, I said milliseconds that they, they call it microseconds. I mean, tomato, tomato, but... I mean, I think that there's a, if you're working on that scale, I'm sure there's an important difference between the two, <laughs> but for a guy trying to charge a cell phone, there's no difference whatsoever. Right. right. So what they, what they've done uh, with this, this breakthrough, how long you do you think? you trying to make me look stupid? I'm not trying to make you look stupid. <laughs> it's, it's a game. I, I it's, oh, it's stop interesting. It. Just stop I think it. It's, it's fun <laughs> from my end. Um, <laughs> how long do you think that uh, they think? what they're developing can hold a charge now 72 hours they think the technology they're developing could store solar energy for up to several weeks whoa that's so much longer than 72 hours by at least 72 hours (laughs) not to mention uh microseconds to several weeks right that's a pretty big jump what so the way they're doing this is they, they kind of look to plants because plants photosynthesize uh, sunlight into their food, right? Yep. Uh, but they also are able to apparently store some of that sunlight in these nanoscale structures in their cells uh, so they can use it then when, when they need it. And so they've looked at how, how plants do this and using plastics, modern plastics now, they are able to replicate this sort of organic uh, capturing structure. Yeah, right? this this structure, and they they the way they kind of describe it in the article is when when they make these materials called organic photovoltaics, they they look kind of like cooked pasta, like a plate of spaghetti. But then when when you do that, it's hard to get charges to hold in there. So what they do is they don't cook the pasta. <laughs> It, and and somehow these uh the, these fo- photovoltaics are lined up as if they were uncooked spaghetti sticks and that way they they like rebound the the electrons uh back and forth to where it can keep it going i guess and and, and therefore store it that's a really a really layman's version of of how it's done that sounds great i love pasta but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think what, what we're saying, like with the, the spaghetti analogy, is that in the past, we didn't have the ability to make complex plastic structures uh, within these photovoltaic cells. So you just kind of get what you get, and that's the spaghetti. It's just kind of these long polymer chains just kind of all over the place. Right, right, right. And in, in you know, it's monkeys hammering at a typewriter. You know, sometimes in some areas, the way these things just churn out, you'd yes, get a tale of two cities. They could, <laughs> they could hold, they could hold that charge briefly, but not very efficiently. It would, right. it would lose it. Whereas in this system, you have a very controlled uh, uh, structure um, using not only the the long chain polymers, the plastic, but also uh, fullerene, which is, uh, I believe, graphene. Um, if I'm, um, it's a carbon, it's a carbon, mm. uh, carbon molecule. It's the meatball of the analogy. Right. (laughs) Uh, But what you do is when you can line up uh, these charges in a row, you can actually use the charges, the the, the charge polarity itself uh, to keep itself in line by placing other charges around it. It will actually, it it limits its own motion. It doesn't want to interact with the other ones. And so it'll actually form these neat rows and boom, now you've got stabilized uh, charges in a structure and you can store that better, which is of course that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. 
And and the great thing about all this is it's environmentally friendly, or at least more so than than what they're using now, because they can do this in water instead of uh, apparently toxic organic solutions that um, I guess are used to make solar cells today right now, you know? Yeah. And that's just, it's just um, amazing. And also really cool that it's, it's kind of like going back to, to nature to find out uh, how to advance technology in a way. Mother earth provides how to make better plastics. (laughs) I mean, think about it. That's, that's the whole thing about solar cells, uh, solar, solar energy right now. It's expensive to produce, and it's not very efficient. Right. The good thing is, right now, it's, it's limitless. And that's, that's kind of why you know people are trying to get it going. But if this catches on, if this works, if they can get this uh, ironed out and in production, that's, that's revolutionary. Yeah, that is a huge step forward in making... Uh uh, solar energy just so much more viable like it it, it it goes from being a thing that some people have a few of to kind of offset to being a to being something that you you could rely entirely upon right and that is huge yeah well so that's uh that's pretty fun science news to yeah. start out with i'm into that i've got some science news hit me with the science news now you may have seen a little bits and pieces of this here and there there is a uh a nasa mission currently underway called uh, the Dawn Probe, D-A-W-N. And it is looking at Ceres, which is a, a planetoid. It is a, a dwarf planet in the uh, asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. Mm-hmm. So NASA sent this probe out there to check out this uh, this dwarf planet. Uh, and there's there's about five of them in our solar system, including Pluto. So yeah. And this is larger. Bigger, larger bigger than, than Pluto. Yeah. yeah, larger than Pluto. And, and closer <laughs> and, and way closer, but there are, uh, some really kind of weird, fun things that we don't even have answers for yet coming back from this. Now, this probe has taken seven and a half years to get into position. So this is a long running project and it is so paying off <laughs> because, uh, first from what they initially thought, they, they thought, okay, series is a, is going to be water rich. It'll, it's going to be a smooth kind of little marble hanging out there and as they got closer no this is a grizzled old hobo there's nothing young and bright about this or at least nothing nothing smooth about it uh, so they thought this this dwarf planet was going to be just like us except rocky i mean like no. a smooth little well they, nugget? Th- they thought that uh, because it had water it would be a little ice ball i see but as they got to it it's very rocky there's no surface water that they've seen so far but <laughs> there are these bright spots on the surface um, and no one knows what they are. I mean, these things are, are in these extraordinarily bright spots. Um, and, and it's, you know, you can't say if they're, if is it emitting light, is it reflecting light, but this is not just uh, you know, I think whenever you have a probe that sees something weird, it's always, Oh, because you saw it once from this angle, you know, the mm-hmm. face on Mars mm-hmm. and, you know, it seems like every six weeks there's some picture from uh, the, one of the Mars rovers that people are like, oh, my God, it's a human arm. Oh, nope, It was just a, okay, sorry. Uh, but this was not only noticed by the Hubble telescope, but the Ceres probe, as it gets closer, saw this huge bright spot. And as it gets closer, it says, oh, it's able to get better resolution. No, it's two bright spots close to each other. There's one brighter, one not as bright. As you get closer still, the lesser of the two is actually made up of eight smaller spots. Wow. And they still don't know what it is. They don't know what, what this is, but it is, it is been there. It, it, it is reproducible. It's not like some trick of a one shot Johnny and a weird pass by with a crazy angle. This is whatever's there is absolutely there. And it could be a number of, you know, it doesn't mean it's, it's insane. You know, it could be, um, patches of salt or frozen water that's reflecting light. Right. But it is obviously it's fueling a lot of theories about that. Um, People are really into it, but that's not even all of it. They've also found on the surface, a pyramid structure that is between because there I've heard, I've read it a few different plays at ways and it's the, the probe was still very far out. So they weren't sure between three and five miles high. Uh, And so there it's still, you know, it's still approaching. It's getting closer and closer. It hasn't made its final approach yet. Yeah. Um, but this thing, 
this this tiny little dwarf planet is just chock full of crazy ass surprises <laughs> and it's it's so rewarding to, that they like what what better thing in science to 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 send a probe somewhere thinking oh, i kind of know what we're going to get not at all no. wrong so they they sent this probe directly to series mm-hmm. so its main mission is series that's, that's its jam and it's still screaming towards it right now yep how how far out is it do you do you know uh, right now it's uh it's orbit it's circling series at an orbit of about 2700 miles but in august it's going to get right up in its grill and drop into 900 miles to to really wow really check it out but so, but not land on it obviously it's not a lander i don't believe so no and yeah so they they want to get a better look at not only these two big bright spots but even this pyramid uh, and is that nearby uh no no they're not not near each other, but okay. the pyramid itself has bright streaks on it. Wow. And apparently, well, yeah. And I'm, as I, as I, I, I read a bunch of these articles before and, and now, you know, since we, since this started, I'm reading some of the newer ones. Um, and I guess, I guess they did tack it down to just North of three miles high. Okay. But it's got these bright streaks on it and they don't know if it's associated or not. Now, why, why are they saying it's, it's a pyramid and not like just a, a mountain that's, because Close. it's a pyramid in shape it's it's like smooth looking and yeah and stuff and they don't have i mean that's the the thing that i enjoy about it is they're like yeah no it's it's pyramid shaped hmm. it's not a, even it's not even a cone, NASA it's like, not a mound they you know and it, but again they're still not the highest res images they have sure so, so while they're saying well from what we look like yeah this looks like it's got faces on it but you know we're gonna get closer and take a look my faces Belmeth faith. That's awesome. That's uh, what. Are, what are you? What are you thinking? I think, and I hope. I I think it's frozen water. Uh-huh. Um. I hope that it's that it's craters. That uh, I think there was an impact because it's a cold, cold little ball, oh, yeah. of, ball of dirt. I think that uh, I was. I'm hoping that it's an impact crater. The heat from the impact, un, uh, you know, uh, thaws a whole lot of water. It fills back in in the crater and then freezes all very quickly. Uh-huh. Um, because it's not like this thing has enough gravity or even an atmosphere, as far as I know, to to keep the water from sublimating. Right. But something is. So if it's if it's water, it should have sublimated. I I think, um, which is the process by which frozen water just evaporates. You've seen this in your if you leave an ice cube tray in mm-hmm. your freezer for a long time, you pull it out and they've all kind of shrunk. Yeah, that's that's sublimation. It happens. Yeah, and and space. Space is one cold bitch. Yeah, it is colder than your freezer. Don't put your brews in space, bruh. Well, that that would make me sad. Lean to happy. Sad beer. Hungry. I am, <laughs> no, no water <laughs> sublimation. That would make me lean towards something like salt or, or some yeah, you know I, crystalline kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, I think I, I I would. I'm hoping somehow that it's water, but I think I think salt. Now, is why it. why why would you hope that it's water? Because now you've got a, a water source. Not from Earth. Not from Earth. That's water out there that you can access on your way to outer planets. I don't, and again, these are such huge distances and I don't, I'm, I'm no astronomer, but it is between Mars and Jupiter. So I don't know. Does that make it super far from Mars? Yes, probably. Almost certainly. Yeah. But um, to find a large source of water, that's pretty legit. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Space water is always good water. That's fuel, man. <laughs> that's true. That is yeah. hydrogen and oxygen alive within all types of energy within all types of energy. Uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's, it, I, I think it's a great story and I, and I like, I like that it's un, ongoing. It's a, it's, it's continuing in progress and that nobody's shying away from it. It seems. Yeah, no. And, and see, this is, this is why I take, uh, this is why I have a hard time with, with conspiracy theorists is that, you may think that you like space and you think that space is cool, but unless you work at NASA, you don't think space is as cool as they do. These are people who've spent their entire life just, you know, it, it is their thing. It is what they're most excited about. They are just as they're more excited than anyone else on the planet when something weird pops up. Yeah. And they, they most want to share that. I mean, they've got some cool guy with a mohawk and stuff there. I mean, like, that's true like these are people who love space they love exploration and they want to find crazy weird stuff and they want to share it with the world yeah yeah and and i think 
it's so disingenuous to be like, oh, well, it's going to be a cover up. They're going to cover it up again. Mm -mm. There's so many people there that love space more than the people, like more than people love secrets, more than people love anything, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm the rube. Maybe I'm the, the, the doe eyed idiot who thinks that, that people love space so much that they wouldn't listen to a gag order. I wouldn't because I love space. I guess only time will tell <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, you know what else? T- you know what else will tell what you another story from the news. <laughs> I got a little uh, tech news for us. I like tech news. I like um, tech nines. <laughs> do you know how you know how I, I i hope that somehow she gets followers out of this do you know how thug my sister is how that her twitter handle is steck nine <laughs> <laughs> my sister is not a gangster <laughs> but she's pretty thug she's pretty badass and uh eventually she'll get to this episode <laughs> and she'll be like did you really why huh. oh follow her see what she's up to i got an article from indie tv gadgets uh, the site, and this is all about Facebook creating a new algorithm that can recognize you even with your face hidden. Oh no, thank you. Yep, this one's uh, it's it's a different kind of creepy. It's a creepy that is staring us in the face, and if you want to intend to pun in there, go ahead. I don't care, <laughs> but. The fine people at uh, at the Facebooks are working on this um, this new image recognition tool to be able to recognize people in 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 photographs, even if your face is is obscured, halfway covered up, or you don't even see your face at all. How creepy is that? How can they recognize a face if they can't see the face? I'll tell you. Why do they need Facebook for that? Because then they're omniscient. They 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 link it to your photos. They, they'll link it back to your photos to, to say whose face it is. But the way they do this is uh, they use people's characteristics. And they, the way they say it is even if you look at them from the back, you can recognize somebody from the clothing they wear, their posture, the way they look in, in certain pictures they've already posted maybe, and they match that up. The way they comb their hair? The way they comb their hair. The way they sip their tea. The way they sip their tea. <laughs> The way we danced all night. Oh, no, they can't take that away from me. Yes, they can. They're Facebook. And they go. <laughs> Thank you for starting in there, too. Uh, but <laughs> Who's knocking at the door right now? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, though, they, they took uh, public images from Flickr. Now, Flickr's the uh, the online image storage thing, right? You, right. you share. That, that one of those tech giants murdered. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flickr is. They have mice and mend that thing hard. I, 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 I don't know exactly if it's if it's where you store just straight up pictures or you you post straight up pictures. It's just pictures, whatever it is, but it's public. Yeah, right. I uh, sure. I think there. Eh, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down that path. But um, Flickr, uh, they they took forty thousand public images from this. Uh, that showed faces, some didn't show faces, and they they built this algorithm. And when they tested it, they it was eighty three percent accurate with picking somebody out from not being able to see their face completely. Dag yo, why would they be doing this? Well, they say <laughs> it's so you can uh, you can get tagged from pictures even even if it's been listed somewhere else or somebody else has posted it or you, you yeah you can just get it, it'll tag you automatically you know you know it's no. so worth putting all the money into researching that so that people can have more fun with tags that's what it's all about right, right. you know i saw and this was this was years ago i'm sure it's long since obsolete but they actually had a fashion show in europe and the whole i think it was in london and the whole point was it was um clothing and makeup designed to thwart recognition. Yeah, software. I remember that. Uh, and I thought that was such a cool thing. I remember it was that, like, yeah. It was funny because the they had like these makeup with like, it was almost like David Bowie lightning bolt across <laughs> yeah. the face makeup. And Go so like graphs and stuff yeah. or something. And yeah. it just broke up the, yeah, and the cameras could no longer identify. I'm sure they've gotten around that now based Probably. on your posture. Probably. 
Jeez, man, isn't that freaky? Yeah. There's no there there that is that is for no good. There is no good that can come of that. Do you know what though? Do you know why I am a hundred percent a part of this problem? I I I am materially contributing in just in my apathy to it. I'm like, ah, so somebody tags me. Uh, all right, I don't. I don't feel like I do anything all that exciting that's worth monitoring. Yeah. And, and, and I think so many people have that same mentality and, and that's kind of how bad things happen. You yeah. know, like I, I, I don't feel like protesting the G eight conference or the G seven conference. I, I don't, I don't get up in arms about the change in the privacy policy for a social sharing network site, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that people do. You know, when SOPA tried to pass, you know, like... Well, TPP's passing right now. Right. You know, by the, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, um, yay, um, uh, pride vote. Yay, uh, uh, gay, gay marriage legalization. Don't, don't worry about TPP. Well, two things can happen at the same time. It doesn't mean that one's a front for the other. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you think That's they, true, but I no, no, no. You waited too long. <laughs> you waited too long. You, there was a statute no. of, of of objection, and you waited it out. You missed your window. Holy sh, Flora! <laughs> <laughs> this is no, I'm, exciting. <laughs> I, I totally, I totally believe that. The, our government uh, will throw up a smoke screen and then try to pass something behind closed doors. Oh, I, I also I also don't doubt that. I don't think that was the case here. May not, may not be, but I, it was, it's funny because the Trans-Pacific uh, Partnership, is that what the, oh, the yeah, this the trade, trade deal? Trade deal, yeah. I had heard that the Senate voted it down, but it's still kicking around, I guess, maybe the House is... The last I heard that was that it was passing, but I'm yeah. I am a bad person to ask about this because I gotta tell you, even though it dictates the the manner in which I live my life, there are a few things in the world I find more impossibly boring than politics. Unless I want to make a joke about it. And therein is your, your point again. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I am the worst kind of person. I I, <laughs> I really am. Like I'll I'll stick my head into a political conversation if I think that there is a fart sound to be made. Or if I think that I made a funny joke and that's it. That is my entire involvement with politics. I suppose I have opinions and, uh, you know, come out to the live show. We are really working on that. It is so damned hard to book a theater. Come out to the live show, put a few drinks in me right before I pass out talking about the, uh, the Titanic. Ask me about politics. I'm sure I have an opinion. We'll find it together. We'll hold hands. Well, anyways, that's, that's (laughs) the, uh, the creepy new technology that's, uh, that's going to be terminating you. Nice. Any t- any day now. <laughs> term term terminating you with fun. Right. Uh, right. Tag tag bagging and tagging you. Oh my god. You know what? You know actually, I know how this is evil. Even on my self-centered level. It's because when you're like, "Oh no, I I can't, you know, I mean, I'm sure everyone's been to an event where people are there illegally under the social contract, like, oh, I was supposed to go to a baby shower or, you know, no Facebooking this, no checking in, no tagging. Where Have you ever had this happen? I, I work with a lot of people in their 20s, and they're all magnificent, wonderful people. But the, the, the social strain that people in their 20s live under, I don't understand. Mm. And I've gone to many, like a, a dinner or, oh, we're going to meet for drinks at this thing and we'll go to a thing and someone has to be like, okay, guys, seriously, you can't check me in here. You can't tag me. I was supposed to go with my friends oh. to go do this other thing. I can't get busted. <laughs> like that's a real problem for them. Thank God we do not live our lives. I like know, that. I know, I know, but that's a, that's a real thing. And I think that I don't think we're going to get to stay ahead of that tidal wave. I think it's going to swallow us Flora. Sure. And suddenly we're going to have to start being honest about where we are and what we do. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad the stuff wasn't around when we were in high school though. I mean, yeah. you hear that all the time, but it's true. It's like, geez, man, how, how would we have lived our lives? Oh, I mean, high school is already hard enough, you know? right? I, I can't be held to the being, standard being, of being in marching band at a at a farming school. I I laugh. I spent all my time at church. So what, what, <laughs> what was I killing it? Was I was I right up in the the counterculture? Uh, uh, next next episode of two old men. Yeah, no, sh- God, we're the worst. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. How about this? I, I got another story here. 
So last week, this is huge. Um, not only is it now scientific fact, it was also the the foundational plot point of a long running soft corn porn TV uh, porn mm, show called True soft Blood. Corn porn. <laughs> soft soft great corn. for us old men. Gross. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't. We don't have to put a teeth in. <laughs> it was a porn show called True Blood. Screw Blood. The British National Health Service has announced that within about two years, they're going to get to start synthetic blood transplants with blood made in a lab. They can actually create synthetic blood for people. Now, this is synthetic in air quotes in that it's still biologically based. Uh, they used stem cells from umbilical cords. Or if you're a little theologically squeamish about that, you can also get it from adult bone marrow. You know, take your pick, whichever you like. But man, they got to drill through the bone to get to that marrow. Wouldn't you rather just just suck it out of a baby straw? <laughs> is, is this from from umbil- umbilical cords that that are already out after the baby's born? Yeah, newborn babies. Happens all the time. I mean, what did they just toss it anyway, right? Well, right. some people save it. They, for, they, no, they save the uh, the placenta for, is that, for eating for no good reason. There's it's that. A filter but, organ. It's no good reason to eat it, America. But four people in America who did it. The, don't they? Um, don't some people save like the tide? They tie a little piece off. Uh, that that may be the same thing. I think there's like the little nubbin that just falls off, and sometimes because they tie it off, and there's a little little. Right, well, right, right. Stuck to your belly button, and then it withers. The cat gets it, or something. I feel like I saw a movie where the cat got it. Oh, yeah, it was gross. But anyway, sorry. Uh, so, so, so they don't have to go in and dig this thing out to get the stem cells from it. They can get it from a, a freshly hewn one, right? Yep, yep. They can get it from a totally legitimate and not controversial source. Great. Um, and it's not like people are not having babies anymore. Right. But the, the beauty of this is, uh, it is this blood has never been, it's never been in a person. There's zero chance of a contagion of disease. Yeah. Um, it's, it's as clean as can be. And it's also the first step, uh, of many, I think that we'll see in our lifetimes about, uh, growing, you know, once you have blood, you can make organs, you can, you know, you, they're already 3d printing aren't they exactly exactly and so this is this is a huge huge step for for saving lives and uh i mean completely safe blood transfusions um the hard thing with blood transfusions is everyone remembers you know the late 80s you know the when when no one knows there's a disease in the supply there's no test for it and a lot of people contracted hiv right just just by receiving blood products at a hospital yeah um you know you can't test for what you don't know about and that scenario could conceivably come around again. So they'd make this, and there'd be something new with well, it. No, I'm I'm saying by 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 no longer being dependent on donated blood, on blood given from a person, by having blood that has never been in a person, that blood will not have disease. Right. But you don't know in the future if a new disease comes along for which they're not screening because they don't know it exists. This is what happened with HIV. Blood was screened. I see. But when a new disease comes along and no one knows it's there, they it just gets passed out. And this, this could happen again. If there's well, another bloodborne virus that there is no, no screen for that or gets through the current screening as it is, mm-hmm. that can infect thousands and thousands of people. But to me that's not a that's not that shouldn't stop its progress you know what i mean that's well, happening every day right now right well that's yeah that's where we're at now and and while it is a negligible risk i mean when 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 the toll comes you know like it's bad right and that and by by switching off of that from a non-donated blood source to to a lab produced source you eliminate even that possibility you're 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 always giving people 100% get verifiably clean blood mm-hmm. and that that's that is such a huge boon it would be you know around the world right to have clean blood sources for people yeah and and you can stock blood banks you can mm-hmm. stock hospitals you can stock moving moving trucks that hand it out you know like ice cream or whatever like when you're on the beach it's like ding 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 blood man's here i i read an article a couple of weeks ago and i, I should have pulled it up for this there's a gentleman, and I believe he's Australian, who has a very, very rare antibody that helps, and he has saved hundreds of thousands of lives. 
And this guy is the one guy who has this antibody. And it has to do with um, some blood disorder immediately uh, after birth that it either the mother or the child gets. I, I should have brought this up. But the, the moral of the story is this one man has been he's been donating as much blood. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, plasma as he can. Mm. As, as he's allowed to every week for his whole life because this has this extraordinarily rare antigen and um, and hospitals across the country use it in, in Australia and I'm sure the world you get this guy's bone marrow. You can make that because this guy, I mean, he's in his 50s, 60s. You know, when he dies, what do you do? Boom. Now you've got it. You, you, you've got this guy's this guy's antigens that you can continue to use in perpetuity to continue to save lives. Because of this one glorious adaptation he happened to have and the, the impact it has on other people's lives. Okay, so rather than keep murdering what I recall, I just looked up the story. Uh, first of all, this guy saved over 2 million children with his blood. They, <laughs> with his they, plasma. Yeah, yeah, his joke, they, they, they call him the man with the golden arm. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute, I, I don't think they understand that reference. <laughs> should not, be the opposite. It doesn't have, it's not how it works. <laughs> They call him odd job. <laughs> still, still doesn't work. No, 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 still no, doesn't no. work. Stop it. They, all right. They call him jaws. Now. <laughs> uh, so <Octopus. laughs> the man with the golden arm. I was going to sing the real one. Don't. Ever. Okay. <laughs> um, so it turns out this guy, he's 78. Oh, okay. So, you know, this is, this is great that he's, that we have this technology now. Um, he has an antibody. So there is a, uh, a, a disease that can happen called rhesus disease. And it happens when a mother, um, the mother and the, the baby's blood. Don't it, get along. Exactly. And then if, Hugh Jackman has to come in. <laughs> if the mother has rhesus negative blood and the baby has rhesus positive blood Ugh. from the father. Antimatter. Then, then her, then they explode. Yeah. <laughs> huge flash of light now using your photovoltaic cells <laughs> that's that that sacrifice is no longer in vain and that's what they're seeing on series <laughs> that's right <laughs> good night everybody uh but it is it's a it's an autoimmune disorder the mother develops an antibody for it this guy um the antibody in his blood when you inject it into the mother the mother will stop making the anti-rhesus antibody i see which is a which attacks which will attack yeah yeah attacks the child so and it's extraordinarily rare and so they like they this guy just donates as much as he can every week and has his entire life um and so with a technology like this that gift when he dies he will continue to save lives well into the future so you think they'll they'll just put his marrow on ice until they f- figure out a way to I don't think they all have to. I think a little, I mean, they'll have it ready to, I, yeah, absolutely. I think that I'm sure that they will take, uh, uh, stem cell samples or, or, uh, from his, from his bone marrow. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that's a huge step forward. I don't, I think, I, I don't think people understand there are certain, I mean, especially in an emergency, obviously there's always the big blood drives and things like that, but it's, it's hard to supply blood products to people yeah. safely and in the quantities needed at the time needed. Well, like, like I said, I, I read something not too long ago that said, you know, anybody who's got a tattoo apparently can't, You're right. can't uh, donate. I, I, I think that's true. <laughs> Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I read it, it somewhere. It doesn't matter for you. We established that it either way. For me. But, <laughs> you know, that's like you said, uh, it cuts out the middleman. Yeah. And the middleman is, is actually a man. Right. In, in the middle, pumping pumping blood out. But a man that's, that's with the cool. golden arm. I was given to understand that you had a particular style of antibody. You know, I feel like I used to be able to do uh, Sean, Sean Connery. Connery, and now I just can't. I think, I, I used I, to do a lot of impressions, and I can't do anything anymore. Well, we're useless. <laughs> we're the worst. Sorry you're listening. You're the man now, dog. Oh, yeah, that's what I've got left. That's <laughs> And you took that from me. <laughs> Laura, what do you got? Uh, well, let's do one more. How yeah, about that? That sounds Let, perfect. I think we've been hitting the, the science hard in, right this, in the this, bread basket. this episode, which is fun, and yeah. I, I could do it forever. It's It's great. Especially the future stuff. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just so much fun to, to read about. Let's do something a little more our style. Flora, are you going to get out there? Why, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
this is uh, this is coming from the gold standard of of um, online journalism. Oh, I hope. Wait, no, I I daren't even say the words. No, I you. This is <laughs> something different from what you're thinking. I think this is this is the Examiner. Oh, well, it's it's still sterling. <laughs> TheOldExaminer.com uh, got an article, Woman Haunted by Shadow Figures Comes Home to Find One Lurking in Her House. Sweet. So apparently there was a, a lady uh, from Iola, Kansas, uh, named Amanda Thompson, who uh, sent in a, a, a picture to the website Ghost Study to be analyzed, uh, apparently showing a shadow figure in her house. She was able to get a picture of it in a in a sliding glass door. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, 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 we, we're a hundred percent certain that there's no way. Well, just... let's let's just keep going. Let's okay. Keep sorry. Going. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Johnny McReason pants. So the backstory on this is her house was built in the 30s, in the 1930s. She says that she has seen ghostly figures in the home many times. So this is not not a um, an an uncommon occurrence for her. She took a very rational approach, you know, just kind of figured it was it was her imagination or something, um, you know, some some flash, some something out of the corner of her eye that maybe was a shad, an actual shadow caused by something or another. She she was seemed to be very rational about it, but then when she got home one day, she saw her cat looking towards something, right? Uh huh. And according to her, the cat kind of assumed a guard position between her and whatever it was looking at. There's, I'll tell you what, you can convince me of shadow people, but you cannot convince me of a cat willing to protect a person. <laughs> a cat that cares. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when she that's when she, she looks up and sees this, this shadow, this humanoid-shaped shadow, just sort of looking at her. And it and it stayed there long enough for her to grab a camera, apparently, and take a picture of it. And then after that, it, it went away. Huh. Um, it's a cool looking picture. Now we have we have looked at the picture. You can find the picture on this site, Ghost Study. Yeah. Right. And I saw the picture, and the picture waved at me. And therefore, shadow person. Um, th- the cat is in the picture. Yeah. The cat's in the picture and l- is looking at her it's looking at it doesn't look like it's looking at the camera though no it's kind of it's looking okay so in in the the glass panel that that you can see in there there is what looks to be sort of a a tall uh humanoid shape i think it's behind the table and the cat's on the table so i don't think the cat's looking at anything i think it's in front of the table but I can see where you where you're coming from on that. If it were in front of the table table and the cat were looking at it, it'd be looking at its butt. Yeah. But either way, uh, you know, I can see I can see where you would see a, a human shape in that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if and especially as this woman says, you know, she's been seeing these things her whole life. This is like this is like Yahtzee day. Yeah, yeah. She she said she would see shadows out by her fence outside. And, uh, and uh, you know, anybody that she told, which apparently wasn't that many people, would just say it's your imagination. Well, you know, like you do. But she said she uh, she's had overnight guests and babysitters who who claim people walk by the kitchen into the living room or around the hallway, you know, when they knew nobody was in the house and stuff. Just seeing something out of the corner of your Sure. Of your eye. Yeah. That's pretty freaky deaky, huh? Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'm not a, a ghosty guy, but, uh, as we've mentioned a time or two, like I, I work at a, an art auction house and an antiques auction house, and we'll often get, you know, sometimes life-size sculptures of people or, or busts that are on a plinth. And it is the worst when one of those is in one of the galleries, because for, for days or weeks, every time you go by, you just see that the that silhouette out of the corner of your eye you're just god oh and it never gets better you you fall for it every damn time the the game to play is to hide behind it you know cloak yourself and then when somebody walks past it you slightly move it like, <laughs> and then they're just like oh we agree we had a uh a a wax like it was a really really bad wax dummy of james dean 
<laughs> years and years ago. Wax figures are the creepiest. Yeah, it was a wax figure of, of, of James <laughs> Dean. and But it was like, it was so bad that it wasn't like his red jacket wasn't like, it was like a, a red windbreaker. I mean, it was Jeez. really not well done. <laughs> and we had so much fun putting James Dean everywhere we could think of to mess with people because this was, it had been abandoned by somebody and we didn't know what to do with it. And oh, hmm. glorious. That's great. It's a great couple of weeks. So yeah, go on, go on the old, uh, that ghost story w- website or yeah. find it in the examiner and see what you think of the, of, of it. I, I like that. I, you know, you know, think you know for that's such a, a, a kind of a happy ending for someone who who believes in this and then gets like a very clear photo of something, right? And is not like she, from what I can tell, she's not proclaiming the gospel of ghosts and shadow yeah. people. Being you know, she's just sort of like, do, do you guys see this too? Yeah, you know, like I am. Am I crazy or <laughs> right? And it, and the other thing is that it's not changing any of her life whatsoever. She's not moving out of the house. Everything's staying. She's like, oh, yeah, there, there he goes. That's big Isaac. That's what I named him. <laughs> if the cat was, was guard. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, you're never going to come in, convince me that a cat gives, <laughs> gives a single shit about anything. Right. Except food. So, so check that out. Uh, and I, I think that's going to do it for, yeah, for our news this, this month. That's it. That's all the news you need to know. Everything else is superfluous and a waste of your time. <laughs> This just in, Flora. New sounds, new sounds. Listener mail. Yeah, that's how it happens on Bullstone. It's a little bit different, but hey, it's still listener mail. I I see. So so we're not we're not doing the sound. Yeah, no no no. We'll here here listener mail sound. Oh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh thank God, there it is. Okay. Uh, first off, uh, how about our boy Garrett? B says hello. What up, Gary? He says hello, D and D. I believe I'm the first D, but I can't prove it. You know what? What? You can have it. <laughs> he got above it. <laughs> Garrett writes. I started your podcast from the beginning, and I just uh, just made it to episode 27. And a comment about your choice of wishes. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> if your wish was the powers of Superman, wouldn't the Jin make everything kryptonite? Ooh, he would. Oh. Or at least maybe make like granite kryptonite, something that's so ubiquitous. It doesn't have to make everything kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, or, if, or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that's, that's not, not actual kryptonite, but like your, 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 your kryptonite is plastic. Right. Oh, yeah. well, he hits this. Uh, if you wish to have the powers of Magneto, would everything be plastic? Ah, yeah. I, I don't know if a Jin wants to put that much effort just to twist you. That he has to like change the nature of matter for the rest of the planet. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it would be exclusive to you, I guess. But yeah, I, I that, would I say. Mean, I, I think I like your way of doing it, where you pick something that's already ubiquitous, like grass is your kryptonite. Yeah. You know. So like winter, you just rule the world. In the <laughs> summer, you just. <gasps> or yeah, you 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 make your fortress of solitude in the sahara yeah they or or just in the regular arctic yeah or regular fortress of solitude location (laughs) Uh, also he's got a pun it's a sandwich shop spring peeled jack-in-the-box and every day there's a different special today's special is ham on wheat smothered in goleki tepe with toasted bunyip gin mustard and complimentary haint soup (laughs) wow (laughs) that's not gonna sit well (laughs) oh thank you garrett that's awesome I'm going to rattle a few puns here real quick. Right Do in a row. It. World famous Cthulhu Hungers says, if you're in the South and wish to see a certain 120-ton monument, you could do better than to accept the services of local tour guides who take your money but then just lead you around in circles while smoking pot all the time. They're the Georgia Guide Stoners. <laughs> all right, man. All right. New world order, man. <laughs> Leave room for nature. Leave room <laughs> for nature. <laughs> From Blinovich. I'm sure you gentlemen are familiar with pie weights, the little ball-bearing-like objects that are used to bake a pie crust right. before the filling is added. There's a new Georgia-based baking accoutrement manufacturer that's revolutionizing pie weights with polished Georgia granite, calling them the Georgia Pie Stones. Nice. New writer, Bombardier. <laughs> 
Uh, on your Druid episode, I'm surprised you failed to mention the account recorded by Roman historian Levi of the first encounter between Caesar's forces and the Celts. The phalanx was taken by surprise and slaughtered to a man. So while the Caesar's men were ultimately victorious in their battles, they reluctantly had to admit that the Celts Druid first blood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and one, one more here from listener Connor. Connor! But not that Connor. <laughs> well then. Uh, Connor, not the wordsmith. Uh, Connor from Minnesota, actually, who, who says he started listening in 2014 while on a stint in New Jersey. To confuse matters more, he was born in Florida. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's not true. Uh, maybe it is. He liked the Yokai episode and uh, has some show suggestions and, and such. And also wonders if we've heard of the New Delhi in Minneapolis. Uh-huh. Most people come for the smoothies, and that, in combination with the general look of the owner, who has, you know, long limbs, wears a <laughs> black suit, no wait, discernible wait, wait. facial features. Bye, 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 <laughs> bye. Has led the regulars to call the eatery Blendermans. Oh, I made a killing. <laughs> you should be warned, though, the neighborhood kids have been known to go missing around there. Boogity, boogity. It's because of all the badgers. <laughs> We're not in Minneapolis. That's yeah, gophers. <laughs> not a gopher sound. <laughs> uh, thank you, Connor from Minneapolis. Well, we got a new one here from the Underlord. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to go with demonic deep, de- demonic deep voice, or do I want to go with uh, pro wrestler? Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Why not both? <laughs> Why not Zordberg? <laughs> I hope everything is going well over there in Camp David. (laughs) I can't do that the whole time. It's a funny name. Uh, Longtime fan of the podcast. Great to see it get some traction. Like to suggest a name for listeners of the podcast. Blurry Photons. We've got that before. We have got that It's one of my favorites. Is it? Yeah, it is. It is in my top three. One of these days. I don't know. I feel like... It it should come soon, huh? Well, do we have to declare it or can everyone just be who they want to be? I don't know. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> because I like the Blurievers, mm-hmm. I like the Photons. Army of Pun. Army of Pun. So great. Maybe the Army of Pun is like a subset. <laughs> yeah. A faction. A faction a in there. He says, uh, keep up, uh, enjoys the show, keep up a good job. And uh, he kind of likes to think of D.B. Cooper case as the best and longest game of hide and seek ever to have taken place. I wonder if that guy has to pee. <laughs> That's what always happens to me. And right as we said that... Uh, uh, our one of our our many Sasquatch listener just calls bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, DB. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Thank you, Underlord. Underlord. Dave, we have heard from listener Roxanne. Uh, can't, I can't, can't. Must fight. False setup. Must. I'm just a man. I'm weak. Okay. Okay. I think I'm okay. We're weak. I fought, I fought it as best I could, but it's in me. You don't have to sell your body to the night. Whoa. Remember that part in Moulin Rouge? I love that that rendition of Moulin Rouge, though, right? Isn't it fun? No? I never saw it. I don't know. Never seen Moulin Rouge? No. Okay. That's fine. I won't judge you for that. That's that's fine. No. You should listen to to this guy doing it, though. Okay. I feel like you're f***ing with me right now. Uh, I'm not. Okay. He's he's like, his voice is so gravelly, he should not be speaking. He should not be using his throat at all. Uh Uh-huh. And he sings Roxanne, and it's it's magnificent. Okay, I, I like, like that. It at least. Okay, I dig it. <laughs> I wish I had heard that. Would have gotten your joke. I didn't. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Roxanne. Hi, hi, hi. hi. Um, God, and Roxanne, much like Rhonda, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you, I'm sorry you, that we're the people we you have get to that be. ten times a day every day. Yeah, and you got it here too. We are no better than we're, anywhere we're else. Weak. We're weak men. That's another good bumper sticker. Blurry photos. We're no better than anyone else. <laughs> glow in the dark when or like under black light it just says we're weak i like that <laughs> she requests the uh 
apocalypse certificate and gives the appropriate password for it since we never put a and some some other people have requested the yeah. uh the hollow earth too well I, yeah well don't worry we're not done with that uh but, you know you know, i mean uh, full disclosure i don't think oh you know what only one person requested it before the window closed and it was your girlfriend but i never made the, what's the name of the artist who did the, all the Trapper Keepers? Lisa Frank. And never did the Lisa Frank certificate. I think I have half of it done on my computer at home. <laughs> did you make a, a an apocalypse one? I don't even know if you made an apocalypse one, did you? Man, I'm such a sack of shit. <laughs> I'm just a lying. I am like all good intentions. No. No good follow through. Yeah. But now I have to. I'll have to, I have to well, re-listen to the episode. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you have to f- figure out your, what the password is yourself. Yeah. Uh, so Roxanne went on a, a ghost tour. She went on a ghost tour in Burleson, Texas, which is uh, south of Fort Worth, apparently, and said she's a pretty logical p- person, believes in science, likes, like, like we do. We, yeah. we like the weird shit, but we, you know, yeah. we're, we're not uh, uh, goo-goo over it. That's, that's not the right term either. <laughs> I liked it. Well, I think we should keep that. Uh, Goo goo. So she was uh, she was at this funeral home uh, with <laughs> on this tour and freshest ghosts in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> she said she started zoning out. I guess probably while the the tour guide was talking, and she said she felt something press firmly on the top of her left shoulder, and she looked over at her friend that was with her as a like, yeah, what? Like, what do you want? And she realizes that there's no way she could have tapped her on the shoulder without uh, Roxanne feeling her her friend's body move or right. in some way or another. But she still is like, okay, that's that's weird, but like she keeps staring at her friend. Her friend's like, what? And Roxanne says, you just tapped me on the shoulder. And she said, nothing is behind her on that side. Uh-huh. And, and her friend's like, I didn't do anything. And then the tour guide hears them and is like, don't worry, he's just playing. Uh, I, if I got touched by a ghost, I don't want anyone to be like dismissive. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> right. And yeah. Roxanne, that's the exact, the exact reaction she has. She's like, he, and the tour guide goes, he likes long hair. <laughs> wow. Can you file charges in the afterlife? <laughs> File, file them on the tour guide. Yeah. File it. Whatever moves. <laughs> <laughs> you get a summons. And you get a summons. Oh, man. Who um, should I sue? <laughs> <laughs> so so they actually go into a, a, a restaurant across the way, and she feels like blowing... Uh, in 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 her face on her left towards her left shoulder like some some hair fluttering or something nobody's nobody's doing it there's nobody there and the 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 person leading the tour who who claims to be a medium is like he's playing with you he likes long hair and of course roxanne's like i'm totally yeah uncomfortable at this point <laughs> right <laughs> she says she can't explain you know, she 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 believes in in science, yep. rationality, all this stuff. She can't explain what all that was. She got there. she got creepy touched from beyond the grave. <laughs> I would be less. I'm I'm with I'm far less upset at the ghost as I am at the tour guide at this point. It, that's true, which makes me think there might be something to it, as in like Fox Sisters seance, oh. kicking the table kind of stuff. I'm, like I'm maybe. Eh? I don't. Yeah. I don't know about the the touching. I don't know how you you right. pull that rabbit out. But like uh, air air blowing, you can direct some wind or something or some yeah. little flutters. And you know, if if the tour guide is quick to point that out, right? I don't know. I I'd I'd lean more towards uh, skeptical in it. But yeah. Or if I was honestly, if I was like a uh, a ghost tour guide, the I would be. Con- you know, it's kind of like the way they have like the. The crossing over jag bag, right? That sack of shit, that right. piece of human filth, <laughs> that f-ing used diaper the, of a of a of a human. That that guy that's going to sue us any day. <laughs> I haven't said his name. Oh, he's the crossing over guy. If I could remember his name, I'd say it. That sack of shit. <laughs> uh, but you know, like those people who use crowd reading, right? Like if I was giving a tour, the minute I saw someone get the Ghiblies, I'd zone in on. I sure. you know I'd make sure be like, oh, what, what's happening over here? You get, you know, and then that you get better tours out of it. That's just right, showmanship. Right, right. That's a good point. Well, uh, Roxanne, thank you for writing in and yeah, sharing thank you. that. 
She says she'll send in su- uh, puns when she thinks of them. Perfect. Which we will be waiting with bated breath. That makes her better than us also because we don't have to think of a pun to say one. <laughs> we just do it. Thank you, Roxanne. Yeah. And uh, to close out uh, this mailbag, quick one from Zombie Master, very apropos, wants to know what if you've listened to Hollow Earth twice? You owe us a certificate. <laughs> That's what happens. That we can then pass on to somebody <laughs> else so we don't have to do the work. Yeah, you, uh-huh. owe, you owe us a certificate for the apocalypse. So <laughs> just, just put that in MS Paint and uh, give it to me. <laughs> Thanks, Zombie Master. Thank you, and Zombie thank Master. All of you. Yes. Your glorious people. Keep writing. We'll, we'll keep uh, catching up. Ch- chugging through. And now. How about how about a ray of sunshine? Some good news. Good news, everyone. <laughs> we have the results of the shortened, mm-hmm. but clearly picked <laughs> week three. Yes, of the miscrypted contest. Now this will be the only shortened one. Yes, because you get a full rich week to determine the the champion. Champion. Now, the champion. as uh, as I've so inaccurately done each week, I will I will. I will guess who I think the winner is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of good options last week. The uh, odds a the the odds a Vitaviven sheep squatch. Right, man. We had a lot of fun with all of them. We did. Yeah. Um, there's a part of me that thinks people are going to go with Vitaviven just so that we just keep singing as many different versions of white women as we can. Bam, blam. Um. If there's a blurry photos drinking game, it's like drink two every time they say Bamba Lamb. Or yeah. just one. Cause Probably, yeah, well. On average, not that often, but in, in an episode. You get two because you get one for Bamba Lamb and <laughs> one every time we sing. Yeah, there you go. Asterisk attempt to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sheep Squatch, a lot of fun. Stepping on that wood snoot toe. <laughs> and the, the odds say, well, I think it's the third placer on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Wow. I think that it's Adze. You can't beat it. <laughs> it can't be defeated. It can't be defeated. Uh, Adze, then Vitavivan, and I'm putting Sheep Squatch on top. I think Sheep Squatch is the winner. You think Sheep Squatch won? Well, week three. we have okay. proven in the past that our listeners they love that Squatch. <laughs> they watch Squatch. Squatch watchers. Yeah. Hopscotch. Squatch. All right. The final piece of the Triforce. Uh huh. Winner of the miscrypted contest, week three, is Sheep Squatch. I got one out of three. Woo! Congratulations, Sheep Squatch. Oh, you elegant lady. The belle of Boone County. (laughs) Sheep Squatch moves on to the finals to join the Jackalope. Jackalope. And, and the Le Bête du Javoudin. du Javoudin. <laughs> so, everybody, you have one week to crown a champion. Will it be the Jackalope? Will it be the Beast of Javoudin? Or will it be the Sheep Squatch? Inappropriate antlers uh, versus unwanted slaughter. <laughs> yeah. French murder machine. Yeah. Versus. versus versus Boone County home wrecker sh- Wood Wood Snoot assaulter. <laughs> your your whole uh, argument for the sheep squatch is is your made up. Uh, I'm I'm cryptid. establishing lore okay. so that next year yeah, okay. when the Wood Snoot is in the running. <laughs> so there you go. Go forth and and give us our champion, please. Yes. Tell us, and then we'll tell you who the great winner is yep. of the Golden Goatman. Vote over at uh, the Blurry Photos homepage. It couldn't be easier. You just click the bubble for the one you want to win. Enter your email address if you want a chance to win a prize pack. Yeah. And then click submit. Yeah. And that's it. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for voting. Yep. Yes, and continue to do so. It's all about the democratic process. This is a, this is as much about civics as it is about cryptids. Yeah, we we are the opposite of the man. Yeah. Comments. So your votes do matter. <laughs> 
And don't forget, uh, you can always show us some love on the Facebook by yep. liking us. You can always go to iTunes. We're we're like two ratings away from from a hundred, almost to a nice, hundred. Yeah, give us five nice stars. Write mark. some kind words. Sure, please do. Or just you know, like uh, give us a review and then uh, write which which of the Davids is the the, the dominant David. I mean, I'll wow. accept the judgment of of, wow. of iTunes. Wow. I mean, listen, I, I'm not saying which one to pick. You should pick Flora. I've said this a thousand times. If I die, podcast lives on. If Flora dies, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget we have a donate button that's very nice on the mm-hmm. website. Yep, yep. Punch it. You can go to audibletrial.com slash blurry photos and still f- get your yeah. free audiobook. Get that book. Us. Check out the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Yep. You if you're looking for out. some other things to uh, listen to, these are really nice people. We like them. They like us. If you like us, maybe you'll be like them and listen. Right? I really lost it. I really lost it. I got confused. One of the podcasts you can check out is Alcoholywood. Yep. Which uh, we are told is dropping Thursday. Starring with, us. With some incredible uh, guests. Just so um, handsome. So smart. They, uh, listen to it for the their looks. Yeah. And also listen to it so you can get mad at how Flora won't shut the f*** up during a podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Hope you enjoyed this edition of Bullston. And so, to further whet your whistle for the future, next week on Bullstone, new medical study finds that thing you like to do is probably giving you cancer. Old King Cole was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he. He called for his pipe, and he called for his bowl, and he called for his fiddler's bees? How playing the violin around honeybees make them mate faster. Go to hell. Next week on Bullstone. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.